Hey, it's Ryan Dyer here. I just want to take a minute and say thank you to all our listeners. Man, the positive encouragement and support that we receive in our athletic department uh, for this podcast and for all our athletic events and anything pertaining to athletics, our community is just amazing. Hope you enjoy the show today with Coach Scott Jones. All right, so today on the show we have our legendary former head football coach here at North Paulding, Coach Scott Jones, who's just an amazing man I think most everybody knows, and uh, just an awesome influence on me and my life and my family and, and my kids, but has made a sure-fire sure difference here at North Paulding High School on the football field, but more importantly in the community and in the school, and we're very excited to have Coach Jones, who's living the good life, on our episode today. So, Coach, what's going on? Well, um, you know, just enjoying the retired life down here in Gulf Shores, Alabama. You know, it's uh, basically South Georgia, uh, so it's not a whole lot warmer down here, but uh, very scenic and and enjoying it with my wife and uh, my kids visiting every now and then. And so, uh, appreciate you having me on the show and uh, appreciate that introduction. But uh, I assure you, uh, you've had uh, an ultimate impact on myself and you and your family. And I was very fortunate and my family to have you uh, around and still in our lives. And so thank you for having me. No, man. That, and that goes back to, you know, for people who don't know, I think we, we worked together at Kennesaw Mountain and, you know, worked together at North Paulding. And always, I think, the biggest thing that I've took away from you and, uh, you know, get emotional talking about it, but you know, you, you were always really good at, at modeling. So I learned so much from you. I, you know, I was 22 years old when I first started teaching and you were the head football coach at Kennesaw mountain. And I just watched you and I just picked up things and, you know, I'm never going to live up to your expectation what you did because you were incredible, but I watched you. I watched how you were with your kids and your family and, and with your, your football team and your community. And I just, Man, I think it goes back to the whole leadership piece of you never know who's watching you. I was some dumb 22-year-old just taking notes and, and putting those things into place in my life, or at least trying to, and you'll never know how much you, uh, you, you, you saved me, man. You, you've been there for me through everything, and I can't thank you enough. So we're going we're gonna to get going. I want, I want you just a little bit, you know, I love talking about your story. It fires me up. And, uh, you know, anytime you say Scott Jones's name, you know, around North Paulding, people just light up, you know, I was just in the front office saying, Hey, I'm about to go jump on a, on a call with coach Jones and record an episode. People light up. Oh yeah. Coach Jones. They're, they're, you don't run into people who say a bad word about you. Talk a little bit about your journey as far as we'll start with the coaching piece. Uh, first, anything you want to say about, you know, your prior schools and how you ended up at North Baltimore? Well, yeah. I mean, I started out, uh, you know, make a long story, probably longer, uh, started out at, uh, North Cobb as an assistant, and I was there almost 10 years before I got my first head job, and it was at South Cobb High School. Every school I've been at is a story. Every school I've been at is are awesome places. North Cobb, and I got a head, head job at South Cobb, and from there moved to Kennesaw Mountain, and, uh, and, and then North Paulding. Every place, you know, every, every school uh, has its own personality. Every school, um, you know, every school has been awesome. Uh, and, you know, I'll have, I'll have a, a family that comes up and said, hey, my kids played for you. Or I'll have a, 
a young man or, or, or a young lady come up and say, hey, hey, you were my teacher. And, and of course, at my age now, you, I, it's, it's what school and what era, you know, but uh, every school had a huge impact on myself and my family in, in, in a positive way. And so very fortunate there, you know, I was, uh, I was at South Cobb for five years and Kennesaw Mountain for 10. So, and then and at North Paulden for six, you know, so, you know, I, it was never, you know, one had done or two had done and, and the experience has been awesome. And, and especially the people, you know, just like you were talking about the, uh, you and I and, and working together at Kennesaw Mountain and the relationships, uh, you know, that, that's, that's what it's all about. Uh, and so, you, I promise you, again, you had more of an impact on me uh, than I did on you. And so uh, I, I appreciate having on the show today. No, I, and I think, too, man, that's, uh, you know, I, I think, too, back, and I think people will know that when you were here and your your fingerprints are all over this program and this school. But, you know, I, I look back at you, you were never too busy for people. You always made us feel important, no matter all the things that you had on your plate. And, that, and that's a huge credit to you. So tell, tell us a little bit about your family. Well, uh, I have, uh, I have uh, a son, Connor, a daughter, Maddie, and uh, my wife, Jeannie. And uh, Maddie's 22, and Connor is 25. And he, he, Connor graduated from Georgia Southern. He's an engineer, actually. He works for my brother's company, Elite. And Maddie is at Coleman, Alabama at Wallace State, and she's in sonography now. She's working on her second degree. And so uh, uh, can't wait for her to finish that up and help everybody out of school. Because like I said, but you know, my student loans are higher than my house payment right now. But, you know, I guess financially planning ahead wasn't one of my big uh, priorities back in the day, but it's all good. But, you know, very fortunate, uh, you know, uh, Maddie, she's a two-time cancer survivor. Uh, you know, uh, back at Kennesaw Mountain, we, you know, uh, that was her second stint and uh, a miracle. Uh, and uh, you know, God is great. And so, uh, got wonderful family, and now, now we're we're uh, hopefully going to spend a lot more time down here at the, at the beach. Yeah, and I think back to you know, you talk about Maddie's experience and your story. I I can remember you guys jumping on planes. You know doing whatever you had to do to, to take care of your little girl. And of course you're covered in prayer and you prayed a lot, but I, again, I took note, you know, we walked our own journey as, as a family, my family, and you were the very first person I spoke to about that, about where am I heading? What am I going to do? And, you know, you walked through those experiences and you were helped. Her story has helped so many other people, including uh, me and my family. I just can't, can't put words on and, you know, and Connor and what he means to me. And it's just, it's just amazing. So, when you kind of draw on the family, how important was it, you know, when I remember when I got to North Paulding, I got here first, you know, one year before you, and I was, you know, begging you to come over. And how important it was the, the family aspect of North Paulding when you were considering making the move here, of bringing your family with you and them going to school here? And how did that well, tie in? Well, I, I, I can tell you this much, uh, North Paulden and the community had, had molded my kids. I mean, it, they love it. They, they, they still uh, bleed the colors of North Paulden, uh, but actually making the move there, you got to remember they're, they're at another place and, uh, you know, just like anything else. Well, they were comfortable there. 
didn't want to make the move. Now it's like, I can't believe that we didn't, you know, we, we wasn't there the whole time. And so it's like anything else, uh, North Paulding community is, is absolute wonderful, tremendous, uh, the, the staff, the, the kids, players, everybody. And, uh, really really had a positive uh influence on on my family uh as a matter of fact all you got to do is open up any one of our closets and it's just dripping with more stuff and so uh and, and i love it because you know i can wear the i can wear the the wolf down here on the shirts when everybody's coming up and asking me hey what is that well let me tell you the story and here we go right so anyway that's awesome nothing but love for north Paulin. is it is it weird for you when you you know Coach Stark, who's our, our new head football coach, and he used to always talk about, man, I don't know if I'm doing a good job if Coach Jones comes out to a game and, and support. You always did that anyway, but he was just being funny. But is it weird for you when you come and, and watch North Paulding on the field now? It is. Uh, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> I never miss a game that's, that's actually, uh, you know, online. I, you know, my wife and I will grab a bite or cook something up and sit there and watch it. Um, and so it is – it is it's neat to watch, um, and because it, I, I, you know I'm a part of it, my family's a part of it. Um, even though we like to keep a distance, because you know you know that's that's his program, and he, you know he's doing a tremendous job, and and I and I, and I enjoy watching uh, you know coaches uh, that are passionate about what they do, roll their sleeves up and get to work, and and I like sitting back and watching that, and and uh, you know. I'm excited for the future of North Paulding. You know, I've been keeping up with it. I mean, goodness, the basketball teams and the wrestling team. You know, I texted Coach Slate the other day and, uh, and said, man, that's awesome. And so, I'm, I might be one state over, but I'm right there with you. <laughs> and I, I think that's something that, you know, we our coaches are, are doing a really good job of, and we tried to, to make that. You kind of set that the staple, like, Look, I'm going to support other programs. I'm not just going to be about football. It's about everybody else. And, and you know, we're all on the same team. And, and I've always admired that about you. And, and, and from that standpoint, and, guys, it's cool to hear that you still watch and keep up. And, you know, and, and I also love the point of, look, you want to, you're keeping your distance. And, and you want to – it's his program. Maybe you just say some insightful things. I'll tell you, Coach, you're, you're the best. When you look at your favorite memory, and then we're going we're to hit on something else, but when you – you probably can't put this down to one, so I'm just going to limit it to North Paulding. What is your favorite memory here at here at North Paulding? Well, I mean, you know, winning it and everything, uh, but it, it is, uh, you know, it's a uh, that's why that's why you do it. And so, uh, you know, the region championship in, in 2012, you know, was, you know, of course, hadn't had one, and so you know, that's ultimately that. As soon as you ask me that question, that's the first thing that pops into my head, you know. And there, there have been there have been so many things at every school, but especially North Paulding that that'll jump out, you know, uh, you know, saving a saving a kid uh, or uh, a win or just having an impact on on maybe a, a player that if it wasn't for football or maybe one of my coaches or something, if things could have could have turned out uh, not so fortunate for, for that young man. And so there's a lot of things like that, but that region championship is a pretty good one. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you look at, you know, I, I study leadership all the time, but no greater place to look than you. 
you look at your coaching tree, and that's something I find so fascinating. You know, you look at all your 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 coaches who've been under you. I know a couple won a state championship this year. You know, several are head coaches. Um, you have coaches who are assistants for you sprinkled in all over the place. You got people who are in administration. They're just – if you look at somebody who worked for you and worked for a long period of time, they've been successful, and they're doing great things right now. How, how did that come about, and how proud are you of those guys? Oh, I'm very proud. You know, um, over the years, uh, you know, I, and, I, and I, I tried to count them up one time, but I, I want to say it's nine or ten uh, assistant coaches that have become head coaches. And, and you know, just being, being a part of any program, you're, you, you know, you like, to, you like to see that. I mean, you, you know, my, my, my big thing is, you know, it's not always about winning and losing, but at the end of the day, you know, a lot of these kids go on to get scholarships. A lot of them go on to become successful in other ways. And then, and then you got coaches that strive to, to become head coaches or coordinators somewhere. And, and those are, those are things to me that, that puts value to any program. And, and, and so I'm actually fortunate to have them with me. And so, um, it's pretty neat to see see these guys succeed, and and uh, you know they deserve it, and and I'm just glad that I was part of of, of their story. Absolutely. Now, yeah, I want you to because I know we we're very blessed. We got a lot of people tuning in to this, these episodes, especially you know you drop a name like Scott Jones, man. We may blow the system up here on this on this uh, internet. Yeah. <laughs> but my question for you is, you know, I really I hope my coaches are listening, and I in our players or student athletes and, you know, really, you know, we have so many people in our community who coach, you know, youth football, youth basketball, youth, whatever, middle school, you know, COVID has been a tough era for, for us. We've, we've, we're playing sports and that's great. But would you speak to any of those coaches? If you could give, if you could give them any word of advice and that's any coach, you know, living in this time right now with COVID and, and all this, is there any advice you would give coaches of any sport at any level right now? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, as I went from an assistant to a head coach, I learned real fast that the kids, they're always, they're always watching, all of them. And uh, every little thing you do uh, is going to have some kind of impact, either good or bad, you know, on these kids. And, and, and it kind of sounds cliche, but, you know, I've, I've always told my coaches because I've got several stories. I could be here all day about players that I just didn't know a whole lot about until I got to know them of, of possibly why, why they did do what they do or why they acted the way that they did. And, and a lot of times you just don't know what's uh, their whole story or what's going on at home or, 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 you know, who, who, who are their friends and who are they hanging with and, and things like that. So, the impression that we have on, on kids is is far more than 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 we'll ever know. So really, I, I encourage you to to be careful uh, with with you know how we how we treat these young men and, and, and women, and uh, know that uh, I mean I can tell you right now I remember my coaches. I remember my coaches all the way back as far as I can remember playing ball. And I can remember the ones that had a good impact on me, and I can remember the ones that didn't. And I don't want to be the one that didn't. You know what I'm saying? So don't be that guy. And uh, so be careful. <laughs> be careful. 
Absolutely. And that's, that's great advice. And I, I want to kind of flip it because I'll, I'll run into kids in the hallway. It's hilarious, man. You know how they give you a hard time. Hey, you, you misspoke on your podcast. You did that. Why don't you have this guest on? It's hilarious to hear them. So I know student athletes are out there. If we flip it and, you know, you, you're talking about seniors and juniors and whoever, let's talk to high school students, you know, for a minute. Um, what advice would you give them right now living in this COVID time and, 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 you know, we're blessed to be out here in sports. What is there, what would you say to your football team right now? Well, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't have the, uh, the task of coaching during COVID. So I know it's been, I know it's been tough. I know I, and, and, you know, I can only imagine. So I, Pat, Hats off to every coach that's out there and every player that that's having to deal with this or had to deal with it because I know it's been tough. Um, but with that being said, adversity, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, adversity comes with anything. You're going to grow up. You're going to get a job one day. You're probably going to get married, have kids. There's going to be times where there's adversity. And this is, this is one of those things that, you know, uh, Iron sharpens, iron sharpens iron, and, and, and the bottom line is make the best of it. And, and priorities are still there. You know, your grades, you know, your, your integrity, character, and all of that, that's still there. That, that's, that's, that's nothing to do with this. And so all, all, all those, all those uh, traits are still in the priority one, two, three, and four, and, and, and college coaches know that. I mean – Coaches know that, and so nothing's changed as far as that that goes. So, yeah, that's that's great, great stuff. I love what you said about adversity, and I've watched you walk through, you know, adversity as well. And, and it kind of segues me to my next point. What is your mentality, kind of, when adversity? Because, like you said, it's coming. We're, we've all faced it. We know it's it's part of life, uh, personal, professional, on the field, off the field. It, it's going to hit you. What are some things that you do? Uh, when adversity hits your hits your life, because I'm telling you, uh, you know we what I loved about you, and and I I try to do. I'm not as I'm not near as good as you. No matter you're like a duck on the water. You know there could be things happening in your life or on the football field or this and that, and you would never know it walking these hallways. You ne I never saw you, you know, walk in and just be in a in a bad mood. You were lifting people. You were one of those people, and still are, man. I was chatting with you on here before we came, and or if we got on this call and. You're one of those people. When you walk in the room, people are glad you're there. They're not. They're not making excuses to get out. They want. You know. You just upbeat. So talk to us a little bit about you know your upbeat personality and how you handle adversity. Well, I, I'm not sure where it came from, but for some reason I, I wake up singing, and uh, you know my wife's probably tired of that, but uh, I don't know. Uh, you whistle a lot too. Yeah, I whistle and sing. I I don't know. I, I just I, I like to cheer myself up uh, 24 hours a day, but. <laughs> But uh, it's, uh, you know, negativity, being negative, it just, uh, it just, it, 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 there, there's no, there's no reason to be anxious. There's no reason to worry. Um, we're not in control anyway. So my, my thing is, you know, things are going to happen. I mean, it doesn't matter how, how you look at it. You know, like I tell, told my coaches, you know, it don't matter what happened on Friday night, Monday, when we hit the ground running Monday, everybody, if they don't know, they need to think that we won on Friday night. It don't matter what happened on Friday night. That's what I want everybody thinking because, you know, it, you're going to have more of an influence on somebody being positive, especially players. 
than being negative. I mean, that's just the way it is. And so, you know, that's just not going to get you anywhere. And, uh, and besides that, you know, uh, it's, it's going to have a, a detrimental impact on yourself. And so I don't know. I've always been uh, positive about things, you know, again, we're not in control of it anyway. And so why not, why not? Faith is huge. Faith is huge. And so um, I just like being positive. Yeah. And I think that's a, you know, you obviously, you know, always negative thinking stinks. I mean, I've learned that so much from you is, is just, you know, you, the attitude and and there's a lot of research behind it too. We don't need to dig into that. It's boring, but you know, positive people are more happy. They make more of an impact on people. And uh, you've definitely done that to, to kind of finish up our, uh, our show here, our segment. And I I know this is going to be a tough question because you you may not be able to put uh, your finger on it because there's so many people who who've helped you along the way. And and that's what you've always led on to, to everybody else. You know, it's about helping other people do for one, what you wish you could do for everybody. And, who is the most influential person in your life or who has been in your life and why? Well, i tell you, uh, I, you know, I could name 10. I could name 10, 15. I, I could just keep going. Uh, and it would be eras, you know, uh, at, back in the day at North Cobb. I mean, best man in my wedding was a, was a, was a coach. And I haven't spoke to him in a long time, but what an impact he had in my life. You know, Sal Cobb, the principal, uh, Dr. Dave Brother. You know, I could go on and on and on with people. You, Ryan Dyer, uh, tremendous. And everybody knows you. I mean, I, I've never heard anybody say a negative thing about Ryan Dyer and his family because you are such you have such an impact on everybody. You know why? Because you're a good dude, man. Um, but if I had to pick, it's, it's like the most recent – ever that dog on David Hines I don't know if anybody I don't know if they get any better than that guy and and you know just because he's the guy that if I ever thought about you know being down about anything and you know I I say I'm positive but you know things chip away at you like a sledgehammer on a rock uh that guy right there he he's the one that can pick you up too and so you know, he, I know he's getting ready to retire and, and go live the good life, but that joker has lived a good life. And, and so uh, he's, he's, he's a good one. He, he, he and his family have had tremendous impact on me and my family. Yeah, and I, I think that, first of all, I appreciate your kind words. They're, they're not, you know, you feel unworthy of that, those words. But I'll tell you what, man, you talk about Coach Hines. He, he's retiring. I wish we could squeeze out a couple more years all but begged him or have begged him, but he's, like I said, he's about to go live the good life like you. But you, you talk about Coach Hines, and I think we can kind of finish the show with this, and we're going to have him on soon, so I'm very excited about that. What do you think those most – if you could pick out two or three intangibles from Coach Hines, you know, if you were if you had a coaching staff right now, what's those two or three things you would pick out for him and, and try to install in others? What, what's the best things about him? Well, first and foremost, he's a godly man. And uh, it resonates. I mean, it, 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 it affects everybody around him. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a family guy. He's the, pro- he's the hardest worker. I mean, nobody beats him to work. He's the first one there and the last one to leave. I mean, I, mean, I can just go on and on and on. But, you know, I- anytime I've ever uh, interviewed coaches and, and, and hired coaches uh, at coming through programs or whatever, you really don't know until they get there to work if 
if, if it was the right person or if they're going to have the impact on kids that you want them to have. And so the one you want to find is the one that a kid will run through a wall for. And guess what? That's Heinz because his kids play for him. They love him. And there ain't no doubt that guy went into the right profession. And so good for him retiring. He, he deserves it. And, uh, and God bless him. Yeah, no doubt, man. What a blessing this was for me. You know, that you never know why God does certain things, but this was a, one of those things I know I needed this morning from, from you personally, just there's those people who, you know, you, like I said, you know, you can tell the measure of a man by how they treat somebody who can do nothing for them, man. You always treated everybody you've ever met with just respect, honor. Your legacy is just, I don't, I don't think we got really the time or the words to put what you mean to this community, this place and all these people. So I can't, can't thank you enough. And you know, the reason we, we started this, this podcast is, is first of all, we want to highlight North Paulding, no doubt about it. But our bigger mission is, is to help people. It's to, you know, if it's a little thing, it's a 1% thing, it's to help people. And I know this show is going to help a lot of people. And uh, I just appreciate you taking time out uh, this morning. And I know you got a busy day of, of sun tanning and I know Jeannie's got you a, a to-do list. I just hope you don't, you can't be out in the sun too long, you know, be, be careful out there. Yeah, I, I will. And I appreciate you having me on the show and, and it don't get any better than what, than you and what you're doing there. And it don't get any better than North Paulding high school and the community there. Well, we appreciate you coach. You're the best. And uh, I know our viewers are going to love this and we appreciate everybody listening. In. Thank you, coach. Take care, brother.